0: Jackson, he's on fire. Welcome to Get Your Mutant Buzz On on Thursday, Thursday. Team Kitcher with Michael Menheim for Mutant Football League.
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode 218 of the Spawn on Me podcast. I am your host. The one and only Cicero Holmes, a.k.a. Stubby Stan, also known as Cezus, the Bruce Wayne of Bricago, and the Baron of Bourbon. And I I am here this week and every week with our Duchess of Diversity. She's still in town, y'all.
2: She's the one and only Chicago's own Miss Tanya DePass. Tanya, how you doing? I'm okay. Yes, I'm actually home. I know it's a shock yeah um and i even though i'll be in baltimore next week with sharif Th- that's um, right yeah
1: we got to talk about that
2: yeah we do it's good I uh, had had kind of a a good day news wise still not really real about uh some something i could finally talk about in public yeah hey, no. yeah i'm gonna be in a museum exhibit yeah. so yeah so yeah
1: okay. so yeah, that i have to revisit all that stuff
2: yeah, so it's it's good, but it's just like, wow, what a week. And it's only Thursday.
1: Uh, uh, yes, we, we've got to, you know, is uh, hump day post hump day? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the other cat that's occupying one of the boxes is the one and only the one who makes STEM look good all over the world. The mighty furrow himself my brolic brother, brother, Mr. Sharif Jackson of sharifjackson.com. How are you today, sir?
3: I'm good, but my only problem is, how do I follow up Tanya saying I'm gonna be in a museum <laughs> exhibit? Like, I don't know what I can say. I mean, the only, thing, the only response I can possibly give is that when I was younger, uh, I would go to the Museum of Natural History um, yes. er- every year.
2: Uh-huh.
3: That, that is my favorite museum yes Um, in new york city the museum of natural history um i guess that means i was i'm featured in a museum because i went there for like nine straight years as a kid so so you know that's that's all i got in terms of my museum facts but yeah
1: well i mean you did you did introduce neil degrasse tyson twice who is the is like true. curator of the Hayden Planetarium?
3: That that is true. That so, is true. And and that. and we did talk about that actually when like, I talked to him kind of backstage. So that counts. All, All right. right. All right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, not here is the great captain.
1: I have taken over the ship. He uh, he ain't got no voice. Um, he was crossing the street and sprained his vocal cords instead of his ankle. Um, oh, man. That's that's he's wow. he's leveled up He's leveled up uh, shout out shout out to Khalif um, And uh, you know shout Out to everybody who listened to our Our show last week where we talked about God of War and really broke it down Really appreciated uh, all the love and, and all the responses so that was really Dope uh, thank you uh, But we're not here to talk about the past We we're, we're actually We're kind of here to talk about the past but we're here to talk About the present which, it will be your future. Uh, so, a couple of weeks ago, I went to C2E2. I, I ran into the gentleman that we have here today under a banner that said, Mutant Football League. And I said, wait a minute, that game, like, you know, it looked like there was a bunch of retro games there. So, I was like, oh... Isn't that the the old game? And I was like, wait a minute, isn't that game, wasn't that game Mutant League Football? And then I looked at the graphics and I was like, holy shit, no, this is a brand new game. What's going on? Mutant Football League. And then I run into the two people that we have here today, the creator of the Mutant Football League and the creative designer on Mutant League Football, Mr. Michael Mandheim. And the voice of Mutant Football League, and also the voice of games of your all of your sports, crazy sports games of your, especially the one and only NBA Jam. It's Mr. NBA Jam himself, Mr. Tim Kitzrow. Hey, gentlemen, how are you guys doing?
0: Hey, we're doing great uh, in this game, actually, uh, AKA Grim Blitzrow with you. So from downtown <laughs> Chicago. Word. It's get your mutant buzz on Thursday Thursdays with Mike and Grim. Boom shakalaka!
4: And holy crap! <laughs> like we've had to be contained here for seven minutes. Yeah. That's like right. impossible for us. I, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I
1: was trying to, I was trying to see how long I could stretch it for you guys uh, because. That's way too hard
4: it's
0: for us. Keeping those horses right. in the <laughs> barn too long on Kentucky Derby Day.
1: That's right. Yeah, man. And and so when those gates open, you got to go the fuck off. Um, That's right. So and I'm a mutter, too. It is raining. Right, I'm right. going to be a mutter
0: fucker
1: tonight. <laughs> wow. So, so Mutant Football League, it's, it's out now. It's playable on uh, Xbox One, on PlayStation 4, and on your PC via Steam. Uh, $60 game, right? Hell no!
4: Sixty dollars. Uh, no, the game is available uh, digital on all those platforms for nineteen ninety nine.
0: Wait a minute, you're telling me you can get a con- a console game for 19.99? dollars you <laughs> believe this?
4: For the price of one round, wow. you can go and play with your friends and have a kick
0: ass time. I've it's dr-
4: unbelievable. What? Everybody, go out right now and go get Newton Football League.
0: I've already had more than $19 worth of beer. We've only been on seven minutes. Yeah, it's worth yeah. beer, too. <laughs> and so and that game's going to last hair. a lot longer than this buzz.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so and and you know what the the great thing is that's exactly the type of banter that you get when you're playing the game. Um, it is It is irreverent, it is snappy, it is just so much fun. Um, Michael, uh, first things first, like I said, you've you play, you uh, were one of the designers, one of like I guess the principal designer on mutant League football from from days of yore right
4: i pitched the game the game concept to trip hawkins when he was ceo of 3do and then oh yeah designer so that's going back a ways but uh he greenlit it and uh we had a small team to go ahead and build the game
1: that's that's awesome and uh you know so that started a relationship with ea that that went and, and spanned over one of one of my really really f- favorite games Def Jam Icon. You you were a writer on that game.
4: Uh yeah, we worked on Def Jam Icon 2 and you know, um we did that at EA Chicago. It was a really innovative product that we tried to do a lot of things, but we didn't quite hit the bullseye on that game.
1: Right. Well, you know, I mean, again, again, that game was, is it's like right in time with, with all the other stuff that you guys do uh, because it was over the top. Uh, It was, you know, flamboyant in, in all the right ways. Um, And it was, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Like you, you weren't expecting, like I I wasn't going to cry. I never expected to cry playing Def Jam Icon.
4: I think we strayed a little bit too far from the first two games of Def Jam, like Vendetta and Fight for New York. Yeah. I think we strayed a little bit too far from yeah. those games, but you know, sometimes you you take chances on games. Right, sometimes yeah, you hit, exactly. sometimes you miss, and um, I think we missed on that product, but. Hmm. You know, the graphics were fantastic, the music was fantastic, and I, I actually um, really liked the story mode, but the, the the problems came into the game's fighting dynamics, and, you know, when you have a game that people love, right.
1: th-
4: like, that's why, you know, Mortal Kombat with Ed Boon is so awesome, because... Even though they innovate on that product, they don't stray too far from what people love about sure. that product. And I think right. it's really important when you're taking on a game that people love and you're trying to do something new and different, that you keep the magic that the people loved about it. And, uh, you know, that's certainly right. what we tried to do with Mutant Football League. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, so 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 I I, I have a question because I wasn't aware that you were involved with the original one as well um so I know that the original one was like built using the Madden like the Madden engine at the time oh, oh it was not That's, oh, I that's thought it was. an
4: urban legend right
1: there oh uh-huh. Ooh. Uh, Michael Michael is Snopes
4: yeah so <laughs> I mean Madden 94 and 93 I mean it was such a great game we were all over that product and the guys that created that product you know helped us with Mutant Football League giving us ideas but we built that engine on our own and the the engineers built it I had nothing to do with it
1: Uh, take all the credit they're not here now
4: but um, (laughs) that was its own game without you know the madden engine but we certainly were influenced by madden in a lot of sure. ways because that was so awesome S- but yeah
3: wow Ur- urban legend squash i yeah i honestly did not know that because i remember w- when when i originally played it you know like that's what was written in the game magazines of the time i'm pretty sure that's it's, still it still in- is you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so, uh, thanks for, uh, for, uh, clearing that up. I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Exclusive, um, exclusive. Even though we'll it kills my question. Right. So th- <laughs> thank you for, uh, clearing it up. <laughs>
3: appreciate
1: it. So, so, uh, Tim, the voice of all voices, how did you, so, like, uh, so little known fact, uh, NBA Jam was not w- the first game. Your first foray into doing these game announcements. Um, What did you you started with, like NHL hits or something?
0: No, I did uh, uh, pinball games first for uh, Bally, Williams Bally, uh, Twilight Zone, Attack from Mars, Gilligan's Island, uh, Elvira in the Shadow. Yeah, to to howl. Oh, Gilligan! Maybe we could bribe Kona. (laughs) Love (laughs) it. So that started it off, and uh, I'd I'd done about fifteen titles out there, and then they brought me in to do NBA Jam. Um, actually, it might have been prior to NBA Jam. I, I don't remember Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey. I uh, yeah. did that, and they had actually recorded that with a uh, with a hockey uh, some hockey announcer's uh, voice out in LA. They weren't happy with it. They came out to me. We did it in two day sessions, like ten hours of, of throat oh shredding God. stuff. So, uh, so Wayne Gretzky, and then uh, then I went on to do NFL Blitz, MLB Slugfest, NHL Hits, uh, Big Hurt Baseball. NBA Showtime, you know all the different iterations of NBA Jam, the Hang Time, uh, NBA on NBC, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, had had a good run, and and uh, Michael was here in Chicago. He looked me up when he was uh, thinking about doing the reboot. And oddly enough, when I was uh, doing a reboot of NBA Jam for EA, and I think it was 2012, uh, they put a little game, a little Mutant League football game at the end, like tagged it on. They, They were they were. What's that? that I was, was doing Blitz. Blitz, but they were thinking, and all the guys there were such huge fans of it. They were like, oh, I, we hope we can do a full version of this. And uh, they were, you know, really excited. And then it just disappeared, the uh, Blitz. We never did another remake. Part of the reason yeah. was they got rid of all those late hits and the violence and all the fun stuff that right. everybody loved about right. Blitz. So this man is the guy who's bringing it back. Like, what, who, So whoever loved Mutant League football... And Blitz. This is like the mashup between that Quentin Tarantino and like uh, Sam Peckinpah, Sam Peckinpah, and Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre, you know, and, and a bottle of bourbon. I mean, this is uh, this has all that crazy, crazy, over the top stuff, you know, orcs and skeletons, zombies, robots. Whatever. I mean, it's just it's it's a blast. It's a crazy game and. Uh, you know, he offered to to, to let me go crazy, <laughs> which wasn't hard to do. And write <laughs> you know, and write write my dialogue and for my characters. And you it, know, it, it, it's like Mad Magazine also, and Futurama, Simpsons. You know, like Adult yeah. Swim cartoon with right. a great football game. So I think people are going to love it. Just check out uh, check out the trailer on YouTube also, just to get a taste of for anyone who hasn't seen or heard about it yet. Just the uh, Mutant Football League trailer.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great trailer. Um the so the game is 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 dumb. Like it's so dumb in all the right ways. Like it's just it's just like uh you know, so I was I played my first game and I was winning, but then my running back got struck by lightning and got killed and they fumbled the ball and uh the guy ran it back. The the giant whatever running back thing or linebacker thing ran it back and they scored I was up 14 and then they I had uh, I used the trick play or the dirty plays because you have these dirty plays in your in, yeah dirty tricks in your in your, uh, in, in your playbook yeah. and, then, and then I used that to use a chainsaw but then the defensive guy grew into a giant troll. Called a made, you called a
4: dirty trick? Yeah. It.
0: What wins, yeah. chainsaw or giant? giant. Giants.
1: Giant, giant, giants win. Giants win. It's giants. like rock,
0: paper, scissors. That's fun. Yeah. 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 And uh,
1: he ran that back. I, I fumbled the ball. He ran that back. And then they went for two. I blocked it. Then they got an onside, and they kicked the field goal and won the game. It was crazy. <laughs>
4: The game does not cheat.
1: There's none of the
4: now your guy's gonna throw an interception or fumble. It doesn't Oh no that. no
1: no. It was it was just it was a blast. I laughed the entire time. Just, it was,
4: it, just yeah. to be clear is yes. I've had um I've lost playing my own game and I've lost by like fifty nine to zero to some
0: players.
4: <laughs> yes. Seriously. Gatling Nukes out there somewhere and he kicked my ass. Um,
0: and he plays like 24 hours a day, which is crazy. Is so,
4: I mean, the game does not cheat if you are losing like some other arcade sports game does. So right. the right. best team will win. Um, and that's how we, we design the game. But right. it is stupid and funny and yes. all of the above, but at its core soul, it's a damn good football yeah. game. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
3: Yes. 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 Yeah, I, I really had the feeling when I was playing of um, believe it or not, like Super Mario Kart in the way that it's super chaotic. Usually if you're really good, like you'll still win, but so much chaos will happen. From the beginning to the end, which like, is why bells. you must
4: play it stoned or drunk.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, ex- ex- exactly. I was, so I was actually playing it at a bar uh, a couple of nights ago, and yes, we were definitely uh, not sober. <laughs> um, but, but um, yeah, I, I kind of like that because it, it really, you know, like the chaos is fun. It's like definitely a game that embraces that. One thing I really liked about the game is I feel like it unapologetically knows what it is, and it doesn't. I feel like try to sugarcoat things or like try to sort of like obviously, obviously, everyone wants to sell their game to everyone, but I feel like that like you guys have a sort of a clear target audience in mind. Would you say th- would you say that your audience um, is it? more people that are our age that sort of have that experience with the older game like a younger people that might not have ever played any 16-bit games or like kind of a mix
4: so i'm gonna start this i'm gonna let tim finish it sure Um, okay that's like a great question um It's all of the above, right? Because we have, like, the old school fans, like the dads who are in their 50s and shit, and they love it, and they come and they play, and then they bring their kids. And our game, like, the father said, we had a number of fathers and actually a few moms write us and go, look, I know your audience likes the blood and all of that, but we got to have some parental controls. So we actually put those in uh, because dads wanted to play with their sons and play the game they loved growing up with their kids. So we have parental controls where you can turn off the swearing and uh, you can actually turn down the gore. But, I mean, I swear to God, we have kids come that are like, 14 that want to play and when we're at a show we don't we turn down everything right because right, we can't do the m-rated show at a a family con so we turn all of that stuff off and those kids
0: go they won't leave i gotta i gotta (laughs) kick them out you know they're just a mom and like a four-year-old or five-year-old at the the comic-con like you spent like how much money to get into the show and you can spend three hours playing our game and there's like every superhero and Marvel comic and everything else. That was good. I mean that shows you how addictive it is. And when you think of like how people, you know, got into NBA Jam and Blitz when they were eight, nine, and ten, whatever, you know, it, it, the excitement of those crazy over the top arcade games. The new generation, I don't care whether they don't know it's old school or, or know that the Sim Games is where it's at now. Like, they just go, it's fun. And they jump in. The college kids are loving it. It's like every age group was just, like, totally immersed in I it.
4: have to take the controller out of, you know, a 14-year-old's hand.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: And I go, you got to let somebody else play. And we usually cut them off at, like, halftime, right? Because you can't have... If there's people waiting, you gotta cut it off at halftime. If nobody's waiting, they can continue playing, but usually there's somebody waiting and they'll just be like and then they'll leave and then they they come back. Right.
1: (laughs) I just I'll just
0: you know I forgot something. It's like when you're at Trader Joe's and they got a real good freebie that day, you know, and you just keep circling around the aisles coming back, coming back pretending you're gonna buy it, and then you just keep walking these You know, Uh, so
1: did did they at least did they at least, like, put a different hat on, (laughs) Uh, put put, put a mustache, make a mustache finger?
4: But (laughs) to finish up the question, um, when I was doing this game, uh, it's a community driven product. So that means, like, the people out there listening, we have our community. They come. They submit names for the teams we're going to put in the game. They submit names for the characters. They submit music. They submit play designs. They submit all kinds of stuff for the game as well as feedback that we actually listen to and actually implement. And then we, we take the best names people submit. And we run surveys. And we have an awesome community and these guys are the ones, you know, who actually allowed us to get our game done because they funded us, they supported us, they know exactly what they want, and that's the game we built. But I think it, it transcends age groups because, yeah. you know, if you yeah. like football, and even if you don't, if, if you like, like, just madcap type of, Strategy We have some people that hate sports games but play Mutant Football League because right. they don't give a shit what the score is. The score right. can be 28 to zero, they don't care because they're gonna win the game and they're the ones with zero because right. you only have two quarterbacks left, and what right. they're doing is systematically decimating every quarterback you have. And they know by the time the two-minute warning rolls around in the fourth quarter, you're going to have one quarterback left. And they know if they can kill him, they win. And that's how they play the game. And then we have other guys like that just like football, and they play it, you know, and death is just part of it. And then they go, ah, I lost my star running back. But that's what our game is. You can play it yes. on different levels. So... I'm hoping we get um, younger kids to like it with all the violence and gore and swearing turned off for the ESRB out there. (laughs) Um, College kids, because it's just a fun party game. I mean, it's like, you know, Mario Kart is actually not a crazy example or reference because that's kind of what it is. In terms of just madness and craziness that happens inside a pretty good racing game. And then we have the people that just grew up with this game and love it and are glad it's back.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it is, it's just a lot of fun. So you've got, you know, you talked about the team name. So uh, that must have been one of the most fun things. So you got like uh, the New London Patriots. Nuked
0: London Hatriots Yes, the Nuked London Hatriots Versus the Philadelphia Evils Yes The Grim Bay Attackers Bomb Shady with the Nuked London Hatriots So yeah, the names, the parody names are fantastic It's it's just great
4: The funnest thing to do, though Is to design how players are gonna die And that's our dirty
1: tricks, (laughs) right?
2: Yes, yes Wait, hold on, you can die? Oh, yeah Wow, I barely played the game when it was originally out, and I'm just like, wait, it's it's football though. C- could I just enjoy myself and not die? You
4: can you can turn the uh, options to weenie fuckhead, and then you won't have anybody die, and then you can pretend it's Madden with weird characters, but. The correct way to play is with a lot of carnage and death, of course.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down with carnage. I was just surprised there's actual death. Well, that's yeah. the strategy,
4: it's- right? I mean, you have to protect your dudes. And when you see our our um, like new uh, downloadable content coming, Dynasty, right. where you actually take these little guys when they're rookies and they're so fragile and you build them up and you 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 make them fast and tough and and then you get them out on the field and they die it's heartbreaking man <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So
1: yeah so the, so uh, you yeah you you mentioned that so you've got uh so you got the play now play now mode so you know obviously you can go in pick one team pick another team and you just play uh, you've got uh, just playing the the uh, your version of the championship, uh, the Mutant Bowl, and uh, you also have a practice mode, but you also have online and season modes.
4: Well, yeah, we have uh, playoffs, which you could just Great. do playoffs. It's a very short season, and then we have a 13-game season. But the community and a lot of, like, the press, like one of the – knocks against the game was it needs you know we want everything that madden has and your game doesn't have everything that madden has
0: we don't have 140 billion dollars so you
4: know the product was self-funded and then it got a boost from kickstarter to get us across the finish line uh seven guys on the dev team and then a whole lot of community and contractors to help us get it done But so we have to, like, evolve the product, right? So I couldn't do everything because if I tried to do everything, we would have never shipped. And I've seen a lot (laughs) of indie game companies. Uh, Yeah, I've been around for a long time, and I know that uh, ambition can get you killed. So you have to scope the product to what you can actually build and deliver. And that's what we did, but... The, you want to do that at a very high level of quality and you want to you know you want to nail your hook so like our hook is you know you're playing with monsters and you can kill guys in the game and <laughs> and we wanted to make sure that that visceral experience of playing a good football game and being able to kill guys was uh, satisfying and, and that's what we focused on. Yeah. And we wanted to make people laugh and smash their controls. And this guy, Kitzrow, when, when I actually got him to join the product, I thought it brought instant cred to Mutant Football And league.
0: how wrong he and was. He
4: was. <laughs> and, and not only instant cred, but it bridges a gap of a genre that is kind of extinct right now, yes, which is right. the arcade sports game. So yes. when you hear Tim's voice and you're playing, it just brings a smile to your face, right? Yes. It
0: just yeah, does. I, I agree. It reminds yes. me of that guy from Blix and Jam. <laughs> Right,
1: exactly. That's exactly what I was saying.
0: It's, you know, I don't I don't hear my voice a lot in these games because I actually don't play and, uh, you know, I just, I'm a voiceover artist and I have fun writing and recording and then I let it go so when I got back into this and then we've gone to some of these shows and it's, you know, Mike's got the nice sound system set up and you go, welcome to Mutant Football League. And it's like, hey, that sounds like that guy from that video game. On a suite, right. I mean, that's a pretty good
4: impression. No. Here's what happens at the shows. He's like... It's not loud enough. (laughs) Turn it up. No, not the music. Do you got volume controls for just the guy, the announcer? Yeah, we
0: do. Can you turn off the screen and just have the sound on? Can we do that? This is the most fun I've ever had making a game because it wow. is so crazy. And if you think of, you know, how I cut my teeth is, as we know, those titles that I did in Slugfest, which was a great game with uh, Midway, where you could go out and beat up a pitcher, you know, throw beanballs, right. knock it out first, That's pound right. them. you know, the balls caught on fire. It's like, you know, we had so much fun. It was like that crazy land. And this is even crazier. You know? Well,
4: that's because we have no money, right? Yeah. So we're like recording in the basement and in the garage. We're like a garage no. band, okay?
0: Yeah. This is, this is definitely the indie punk band of, of, of video games. And by the way, we should mention uh, uh, Momocon. Momocon?
4: Yes, in yeah. Atlanta, May 24th we're, to May 27th. You know, for, for, uh, right.
0: for an indie game, uh, the, the awards are coming in, best in play at the uh, uh, GDC out in San Francisco. And nice. Michael, tell them about Momocon. We're up for a Yeah, we're course.
4: in the Indie Game Awards. We're a finalist. So out of all the games going?
0: submitted, we're uh, one of the
4: top 20, and we're going to be there at the show and if anybody's from Atlanta, I've been to that city. It's very cool. I love that city. Uh, please come by. Say hi. We'll sign for you. And, you know, you could sit down and play Mutant Football League against me. And maybe we could get Tim drunk enough and you could kick Tim's <laughs> ass. Sure. Tim
1: will be like, awesome. how do you run?
3: <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah, hold the control upside down.
3: So so I have a uh, question for you, Tim. So as you mentioned, like you've been in since the pinball days, Um, you know, what, how do you keep sort of like challenging yourself in these later roles? Because it seems like that you've been through like the highest of the highs with these top selling games, like, like, like what gets you to like, come back and still be excited about doing these uh, roles.
0: Uh, mostly money. But uh, besides that uh, uh, I- I'll tell you what you think of those early games uh, especially NBA Jam there's not a whole lot there. That foundation of that script it was it was really simple, really clean. That was part of the charm of it. It was like lots of dead air it was like Stockton, Stockton. Or 3. Swish, nothing but net. And so that, but it, it created this kind of this uh, this uh, a soundtrack that is very unique and different and of course with the sim games and all the uh, the new games that have a lot more speech it stands out in, in its own weird iconic way but what's happened afterwards that was like silent films you know if you think back as 25 years ago so where we are now i've become a writer and performer where like you know tina fey got 30 rock like oh let's build this story and characters and and uh, and the dialogue now I get to do that and this one just let me really create this world in this this trump Trump apocalyptic world Trump apocalypse <laughs> yeah Trump apocalypse uh, <laughs> where everything got trumped up but it, it, it's creating those worlds and slugfest I got to do it and and NBA Jam but this one you know and you know creating multiple characters and fake ads and it's it, it's like you know be, being Seth. Uh, McFarlane or something for a Family Guy, like you create the world and the characters, the fake ads, the you know sure. all that. So you, there's just so much more to do than the early days. The early, early days were fun, as I said, they'll always stand on their own. But you know, this is the kind of stuff that and no one's doing it anymore. And you know, realize, you know, games are we're supposed to be games, escape from real life. And I know you got a lot of sim fans out there, and you know, Madden, everybody acknowledges great games, football, sure. but it's like it's. Why create just the real, the, the, you know, the real world? Like the game is supposed to be the escape world. So how much further can you go than to have you know play with monsters and kill people in a Looney Tunes kind of environment? You know, so it's it's something that I don't think exists out there. We don't really have a uh, you know anyone else that's challenging us. This is this is a game title that. When the kids are playing this, it reminds me when I first saw people gather around the jam cabinet. They're screaming, they're yelling, they're high-fiving, they're waiting to get on, waiting to get on. Like, we had people just waiting to get on. So when people say, did you know NBA Jam was going to be hit be a hit? Not until I started to see the reaction in the arcades, but I'm seeing it now like I've never seen before. People are going crazy. So that's where, you know, this has all the makings of a monster Newton hit.
4: So then on, a little bit on process, right? So uh... With Tim, what I told him was I wanted to use his creativity, right? So as a producer, I wanted to bring him in and let him go nuts that his, that's his talent. So what I do is I'll write down events. And then I'll, I will write down um, some dialogues for every event. So I'll, I'll write them. And then I'll go to Tim, and I'll go, so I gave you samples of every event. And then he just goes, and he writes them. And then I, have, I pick what I like, and then Tim picks what he likes. He highlights yeah. them. And then we go, we have a script that I write, and it's all carefully crafted. And then I right. carefully put it into Tim's hands, and we get in the studio, and then Tim goes
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> not quite but it's, uh, but it is—it's the fun of just like letting it rip. We're not—we're not like some slick band where we're you know doing a hundred takes on the guitar. So like when we're doing it, you know, when we're in there, we're letting it rip and whatever you feel. And uh, so that's—that's that's the fun of it. That's the way Michael made the whole game. That's the way the play happens. He said there's a certain there's a certain controlled chaos. It'll
4: never play the same way twice. Yeah, you'll never play the same way twice.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I've, I've felt that way when I was playing in, in the season, and uh, I was using the worst team. I'm using the worst team. is the uh, Tokyo—it's uh, the, the team from Tokyo. Um, they're all samurai. And Tokyo
4: Terminators, but I believe the Cleveland Burns is lower rated.
1: Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah, but even— I still couldn't. I you know I can't <laughs> do standards Yeah, I've got standards. Um, hey,
4: hey, Leland Burns, man! That was Shaq <laughs> News bought that team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was I was playing I was playing uh, against the uh, the the steel workers. The, was it steel, what, what what was that, the steel? Pittsburgh
4: Steelheads. Yeah, the yeah, Steelheads.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, and I won that game in overtime with a field goal. Uh, after after my my running back ran for 187 yards, but then was then was killed uh, off of three attempts, and he was killed in in overtime. Um,
4: That's why we have out of bounds. Unless of course you run into the fire or the chainsaws.
1: Right. Well, we were playing. We were playing in Nitsburg. And uh, and they've got they've got acid because it was there was nuclear there was nuclear it was a nuclear fallout and it was acid rain uh, and there's acid on the sidelines so I couldn't run out of bounds but there are also holes in. If the If
4: you're an circuit. alien, you can run out of bounds. Acid doesn't
0: affect. Oh, yeah, the those aliens. aliens they they cool. love tripping their balls off. They love the acid. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, it didn't work because we were all robots. We we're all samurai robots. Okay. So. Yeah, they're not a very good team. Right. So all of the, um, so the great thing is that, like, all of the fields have their own, uh, special calamities. Uh, there's the, I think in, uh, in, in not Denver and Mile High, there are, uh, there are, like, worms that come out of the ground and will eat you. Um, there's, uh, there's like there are holes like i said in in the the pittsburgh analog
4: mile high's field is supposed to be like a a trippy place yes so because it's the mile high chronic
1: yes they are the mile high chronic and then they have
4: a dirty trick called strawberry fields which will turn the controls reverse (laughs) against the guys you're playing against and for like 15 seconds you get a bad acid trip (laughs) And then it goes all back to
0: normal and nice again. All the visuals—it's all hallucinations and trippy, and and then of
4: course you got to have the worms coming out of the ground that occasionally eat your guts.
0: Got to have the worms. Yeah, he 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 ate the worm. worm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, See,
3: and and like that's what I love about this game—is it's just fun to talk about the crazy stuff that happens. Like I feel like it's like the game almost sells itself when you hear someone talk about. Hey, I was playing on this field, and there's acid dropping, and giant worms, <laughs> and there's a game of like uh, football that's actually going on. That's like what I love of you know about it. It's it's like a very like even if you haven't played it, just hearing somebody talk about it, it's very visual. Like you could almost
4: so in see dynasty going on. in dynasty mode, what we're doing is we are um, it's it's kind of like an arcadey franchise mode. So you're going to start out with a team that is rated 40 overall. So they suck. And then you get to play multiple seasons. And you get to... You have money. You have an economy. You have to manage your players. And then on the field, your players are gaining XP. And then when the game's over, you can either just press auto and then the AI will do everything for you. Or you could go in there and go, I want him faster... I want him to tougher, and do it yourself. And then you can. Uh, you, there's a custom playbook, so you can design plays. Oh. And when you when you um, beat a team, you get their playbook, so you can design your own playbook by going. I want this play. I want that play. Your oh. quarterback starts out at a 40 rating, so he has a very thin playbook. But as he gains intelligence the playbook expands. But if he dies in the game and you got to bring in your rookie, then the playbook shrinks again, right? So you have all of this stuff in dynasty mode, um, which hopefully gives our community and, like, the press what they wanted. And that's going to be coming out in the summer. And I know, like, I've just heard, like, all these groans because uh, we had originally said we were going to deliver this in April. Uh, The feature is done, but we are testing it now, and we are tuning it now, and it is a kind of five season, multiple seasons, and the objective is to see how many Mayhem Bowls you can get in five
1: seasons. Nice. We give you
4: three seasons, but if you win um, a Mayhem Bowl, if you reach a Mayhem Bowl, you get extended, you get signed an extra year. So then you get an extra year. And if you get back to the Mayhem Bowl, you get an extra year. But you earn all this money. So you get money for wins. You get money. But then you have to use money because uh, you want to buy dirty tricks. Or if you got to bring a guy back to life, you want to resurrect him. That costs money. So it's always managing your money and your team. And then you go and play. It's kind of cool. It's very deep. And I think it's going to put a smile on a lot of people's faces and it's cool. So, And then we're also doing um, a much better tutorial because we have a lot of people in Europe that want to play, but they don't know football, right? So we got to explain the game of football so like a European, uh, somebody from Europe can understand it and then just... The core basics of it, and then enjoy the game. So, we got a lot of stuff coming: new teams, new dirty tricks, um, online stuff. So, on Xbox Live and PS4, if you're playing Dynasty and somebody wants to play online, you'll get a pop-up message: "Hey, nice. want to play an online game?" So, we're going to help solve some of the online, um, you know, <sighs> scarcity of players. And um, we're going to build this game over time. And uh, I think it's awesome right now. And, I mean, if I make a game and I don't think it's awesome, uh, I'll say that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really proud of the game. I'm really proud of our development team. My business partner put together a great team. And then the talent, like Tim, that we have brought on board. And then our community that has kept me focused, and when I do something, I go this way, they go, it's this, (laughs) and they're the first to let me know, and I trust those guys, and I listen to them, and so it's all good, and I hope the product, um, we've had modest success, not great success, but we've, had enough success to keep us in business, which is great.
1: Yes, exactly.
4: Uh, the product is 20 bucks, not a lot of money, and no. it's, it's a good time. And, you know, go get it. If you don't like it, we'll refund you. I'm <laughs> telling you, you're going to like it. You play it with yeah, your friends, you have a few it. beers, you're going to like it.
1: Yes, you're gonna love it. It's it it is. It's just a great time. And so so you guys are doing a, a five year dynasty. Uh, you have you have five. Oh, yes, a five a five season dynasty, uh, or up to uh, and then and you've got uh, you've got online mode. Are there any other things that you guys are thinking about doing with it, or are you just working on that stuff? And then you're gonna listen to the community. What we yeah.
4: want to do online is we want. To- And we've actually started, Uh, it's not going to be ready for summer, but um, to allow players online to create leagues and tournaments. Nice. Nice. So they could set up their own leagues, set, you know, here's when we're going to play, and then they they have uh, divisions, conferences, and then you have everybody, you know, pick a team that could be their dynasty team. And then go play online against each other. So we're we're doing that. Uh-huh. And then we're also working on Monster Maker.
1: Oh, so you can make your own create your own monster? Nice.
4: And then, you know, you can create your own monster. But Those are long-term plans. Sure. Like, if everybody that's listening doesn't go out and buy this game, then it ain't happening. (laughs) But if everybody goes out and buys this game, not only will that happen, but there could be some other Mutant League titles happening, right? Nice. um, Like, the fans want hockey. Right. Players in Europe would love to do a soccer game, you know, so... We would like to expand the brand, uh, if we're, if, if we can do that and we'd like to add, um, announcers that are animating. So we've got like the Tim, you know, announcer going, go, you know,
0: and all of that stuff.
1: That is one that you haven't done yet, Tim. So. Oh, he has.
0: I did. I did actually world cup soccer, uh, Pinball game. I I saw it the uh, Midwest Gaming Classic Gaming Show, but that would be fun. Soccer would be fun. Nice. Do the the football league goal.
4: Goal! Did it? You do that again, I'll break your neck. Break it. That's right.
3: (laughs) Um, I I mean, there's a lot of lot of global sports out there. Mutant League cricket. Yes, oh, no, you know. no, 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 will be, No!
4: Be never
1: going to happen. Uh, no Mutant League cricket. Racing, no, uh, no, fighting, no, no, wrestling. No, no Mutant Australian rules football.
0: <laughs> no. Hey, did he mention one of the dirty tricks also was a shotgun?
1: Yes, so I haven't
0: used that one yet. Bomb Shady from the New London Patriots. And now, uh, Bomb Shady is back <laughs> in the shotgun formation. Actually, pulls a shotgun out and blows it, the defender's head off. Oh oh, 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 that's why we love Mutant Football League. And Bomb Shady just took a sack to the old lunch pail. Oh, 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 man! I'll tell you, everybody knows he likes to play with softballs. But after that hit, he's gonna be playing with deflated balls the rest of his career. Be careful what you wish for, Bomb. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff.
1: Right. So, the the fact like. All of the innovation is coming from the indie space and, and the fact that you guys are able to, to put together uh, a labor of love, which, uh, you know, such a small team. Like you said, Digital Dreams is what, seven people?
4: Well, we have um, a staff of like 12 people and they're working on some other stuff. But on and one Mutant, of them's a dog too. one of them. Maxie. Yeah. yeah.
1: But um,
4: on the payroll, though, on, <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: which ain't much. Mutant Football League 7. We, got, we, we have a team of seven.
1: That is awesome. So uh, so, how long did it take to actually build the game? So,
4: well, there was a lot of pre-production and there was the failed Kickstarter, but we're not going to talk about that. So from when we actually got the team together, it was about two and a half years.
1: Wow. Wow. And, and it, you know, and the game we've got, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. 20 bucks. On uh, on all of your favorite consoles. Uh, oh, actually, I guess Reef could ask if there's a Switch version. I was gonna is, ask. Is that a stretch? Uh, a stretch I w- goal.
3: I was gonna ask, but uh, you know, as as they said, if like everybody goes out and buys it, maybe. right?
4: Exactly. That that's <laughs> exactly correct. That would oh, be a really yeah. good idea. Oh, thanks for coming back, Tim. Yeah. We everybody out there missed you. They said, well, "What the hell's Tim doing?" Well, oh, right. <laughs>
0: I'm used, to, the, I'm he used does,
4: to he does this on the you know the I'm Jimmy to, Kimmel show. I'm used
0: too. to the catering. I gotta go my, get my own beer at this place. <laughs> EA, they used to have someone waiting on me hand and foot.
1: Yeah, that's terrible. Where's where where are the PAs over there?
4: Um, it's the dog, actually. Yeah. And it's a the border collie, yeah. and she's <laughs> really smart. She goes, Could I get you another beer, Tim? <laughs> Yes.
3: So, so I wanted to ask you guys um, um, since I'm really curious as to like, you know, this seems like a real passion project from like, from like both of you guys, you know? Um, So, after you finish a game that is, you know, like a sort of like a passion thing, like, is it too early to like say like what other ideas you guys have kind of bubbling around like like what 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 could be next sort of after you are after you finish something that you like really put a lot into?
4: So I think what we want to do is we want to expand the brand, right? So we want to do other mutant type sports games and grow our company a little bit, and uh, the community. Everybody wants hockey. I mean, that's what they want. They like, and those hockey guys, they are the most loyal. Like, they swear by hockey. They go, eh, football, eh, but hockey, do hockey. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's a tough call. And then um, we've got like some publishers from Europe that are very interested in a soccer game. Nice. So we got to see. Um, Cicero, you got anybody
1: out there that wants some codes? Yeah, hey, uh, yeah. Is anybody out there uh, want some codes for Mutant League, fo- uh, Mutant Football League? Um, yeah, we've got, we've actually got some to give away. Um, also, uh, so stalemate. Shout out to stalemate four twenty who said that uh, uh, Mutant Football League is on sale right now on Xbox Live for thirteen dollars.
3: So, I mean... Who the
4: hell did that? What idiot did that? Idiot. Right,
3: exactly. Yeah, and, and like I believe there's a demo on Steam as well. So if, if you had any, any, uh, any, uh, any uh, concerns after seeing like the trailer or hearing like us and you just want to check it out on the PC side, you can go download the demo on Steam as well.
0: Remember, right. that this game is literally like the cost of two beers at, at Wrigley Field.
1: There there you go. There you go. Well, I actually at Wrigley is one beer. So
0: <laughs> think of all think of how much money people drop in the slots for for Blitz and Jam and all in Mortal Kombat. And you can right. spend that in an afternoon. So you know, we really hope that the community does get behind it because it's like a viral video, you know. You, you you get a few people who love it, share it, share it, share it. So we're hoping that our fan base, you know, gets behind it, starts sharing it with their friends. Right. And, and guys like you, and you know, you guys are terrific to have us on and, and help spread the word. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you. You know, we re- we really love having you on. I, you know, so one last question for you guys. There's so Michael, you're a Chicago guy. Tim, you're a Chicago guy you you talked about uh you talked about bally midway talked about mortal Kombat. what does it mean for like the chicago dev scene to have games out here is there, is there a sense the, like i feel like there's a a real sense of pride for uh chicagoans and and in, in the games industry there's a lot of history there um how does it feel to like continue to add to that to that
0: legacy. Well, I'll let uh, Michael give his, his version because we never met, uh, ironically. You know, it is a pretty small talent pool here, but, right. but it is huge. I mean, really, the, you know, the foundation of all the, uh, uh, the coin-ops and pinball and everything else, Williams Valley Midway, and then there's Stern and Sagan, and all the different spin offs and now Stern is the largest manufacturer of pinball games in the world, and they were almost gone about four or five years ago. I did, uh, yeah. I did uh, NBA Pinball with them. That was one of the last pinball okay. games I did uh, you can see it on the Dan Patrick show. But to be here in Chicago, and we just went to the GDC. So I was out there doing a post-mortem on NBA Jam with Mark Tamel Sal Davida, creators of, you know, Jam and Blitz and everything. Ed Boone was there. We had dinner, like all of us, Josh uh, Tsui And to see all these people that created these games, various different aspects, the artists, the creators, the voice talent, to the midway connection is huge, man. It's like, the, yeah. it's the, the, the DNA, you know, they're everywhere now. They're at Microsoft and you know, all these different companies, Disney, uh, we were kind of like like the Wozniak and Steve Jobs, like, making the games in their garage, because yeah. Midway was like a, it's, it's a literal factory where they made the pinball games out on California Ave, and uh, so now all that talent pool, Mark Trumell runs he's they had creative artistic director, you know, so there's such a community, and we, you know, there is a lot of pride that this is the home, you know, it's like New Orleans and jazz and, you know, Chicago and the blues. Chicago is also the gaming capital, so for me, it would be nothing better than to have another huge success, but built like literally in that garage kind of like indie rock band format where we go. We can still compete with the big guys because you know what sells a game? A good game. You know, right. the, the marketing can help you get there quicker, the, the, the dollars, the money. But a lot of enemies for a lot of those big companies, because what they've done is they've devoured, cannibalized smaller companies that were, you know, the, that were any competition. We see that in right. the music industry, movie, movie industry industry. When I did NHL hits, it outperformed the EA hockey game at E3 to the extent where they bought the company Black Box in Vancouver <laughs> that produced this for mid-wage There It was like, you know, cool. subcontract like, no, we can't have that competition. So these guys who did a startup, like seven guys, they got $35 million or something. All became millionaires. And then they then they went to work for EA, and they went. We don't want to work here. We had our own company because we were a rock band. We wanted to do what I we wanted to do, which is right. what Michael's doing now. They don't like to work in those corporate confines where everybody's being told what to do, how to do it, and what the you know you know every all the stats are telling them. Michael's right. like he's flying by the seat of his pants. That's how all the great games were made well, what, in the first place.
4: My whole thing it's like we can't compete with them on features we don't have the money, the manpower. We can't. It's not even possible. Um, We don't have the budgets that they do. uh, So we can't compete on that level. But where we can compete is creativity. Like, that's something that, you know, that levels out the playing field. So um, coming up with concepts, you know, it's an idea. It's free. So we, that's where we can, that's where we want to compete. Yeah. And that's where we can compete. And the fact that uh, we don't have to be politically correct, right. the fact that we can parody and we can throw politics into the game,
0: yeah. and
4: <laughs> yeah. we can, you know, look. It is what it is. It's football and it's guys bashing their heads in for our entertainment, right? Right. So that's what we're parodying. We're parodying right. the audacity of this gladiator sports and taking it to the level where, I mean, it would be a better game if yeah, there sure. was blood. There <laughs> would. It just would. And and so that's what we're doing. And it's just like this little fantasy, you know, dream of this is how I think the sport should be played. Yeah. And it's the exact opposite of, um, you know, the not fun league of, oh, no, it doesn't do that. And, you know, let's get rid of kickoffs. Let's get rid of kickoff returns. True. Let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of that. Yeah. Okay, well, MFL is the more fun league,
2: and it doesn't
4: hide. It's like, yeah, it's a blood sport, you know? And yeah. as long as uh, our little orcs and stuff are fairly compensated and they sign a release, then they can go to town.
1: So, yeah, I, I, uh, hashtag #stubnostication for the show. Uh, Seven years, there will be circular sores in on NFL NFL fields.
3: All right. So it's just. <laughs> in the XFL, maybe. Yeah, right. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs>
4: and if anybody wants to get in touch with us uh, on Twitter, we're at Mutant Football. And then uh, Facebook or our website is mutantfootballleague.com or Mutant Football League on Facebook. And, again, we're going to be at MomoCon, May 24th to 27th. We'd we'll love to see you out there. We sign posters. We give swag away. And you can, you know, play against me and beat me. <laughs> so, 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 I want to see that.
0: Go ahead, That You know, some of the uh, uh, Blitz had some impact, like on Fox, uh, how they, they put the uh, yellow line down for the first line. That started in Blitz. Wow. And uh, and then they've got that big their big robot that jumps up on the foxes. Right. That's right. right. Yes, so I want to do it. I want to parody yes. that. We'll call that Schlock's News. And we'll have <laughs> we'll have one of our robots or mutants or orcs come over and cut them down to into fucking kin- kindling. You know, always out there. They have a showdown, a cage match with the fox, the Schlock's News robot. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, gentlemen, this is this has been fantastic, Michael. I was going to ask you. To, uh, you know, uh, promote all the stuff that you that you guys are doing and, you know, where people could reach you. But you're such a fucking pro that you did that you did it already. You know, (laughs) you're you're amazing. So so uh, you guys, uh, this game is fun. Um, It's stupid. It's sophomoric. It's it's gory. It's unapologetically, you know, a piece of shit. And that's exactly why it's supposed to be what it is. Thank you so very much for making it. Um we, yeah, it's 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 gonna be great. And and I hope that people go out in Chicago, go out and get it. We will have some codes for for uh so for our members in our in our Discord channel. We'll be able to give some away. We'll promote it on Twitter. Uh Michael, thank you so much for, for coming. Uh, Digital Dreams, we love you. Tim... Thank you so much for being you Thank you very much for, for coming um, you have not given your social media information uh, if people want to get in touch with you if they want to book you for gigs what's your
0: agency? Uh, well first you go at, at tim underscore Kitsrow and I've got a, a really cool website MrBoomShakalaka.com. easy to remember and all my uh, <laughs> my agent and everything else is there Also if you want a customized or personalized NBA jam voicemail go to who said whatnow.com. And I'll make your own voicemail for you. So,
1: Right on.
0: It's been great uh, being on with you guys. As I said, it's all about the community. And, uh, you know, Michael was gracious enough to put his pants on and come down from his bedroom and do this show with us. From my bedroom. I'm,
4: like, working on Dynasty. This guy
0: wakes up, up, literally, he he wakes up, like, 3.34 in the morning to take a whiz, as most old guys do. (laughs) And then he goes right to the computer, and he doesn't go back to bed. It's amazing. There you go. He's he's like James Brown, man, the hardest working man in the business.
1: There you go. You know, that's the Chicago way, though. You know, that's the Chicago way. And, and uh, I, I love I love my adopted new hometown. Uh, and you guys, you guys are exemplary examples of hey, it man,
0: running into you. At Comic-Con man, your energy, your spirit and your love you're bringing to us. We love it. You know, you guys just thank keep you, doing it. You. We'll awesome. stay in touch and uh, and uh, come thank see you. us anytime and play the game. We'll give you some free shit, too. So you get you some swag. Yes. Right. You're a man.
4: I mean, we could actually put you in the game.
1: <laughs> right on, uh, I right on. Yeah, I, I am a monster and a mutant. That's yes, what true.
3: she is like an ogre. You, you're, you're like you're like an ogre. I, I, I definitely ogre. am. I, I yeah, can see partner. you on the line.
1: My partner would definitely, she would definitely <laughs> say that that I am an ogre. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, uh, yes, uh, Bricago, thank you so much. Uh, this has been episode, is it 218 of the Spotify Podcast? See, now I'm thinking it's 217, but we're there. See, I think it's 217. Thank
4: you to, like, our community. Love you yes. guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. You made this all happen, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I will yeah. get also, you, Dynasty, but it's going to be late like everything else.
1: Hey, that's all right, but it, it's going to be there. I uh, also want to uh, send a special shout-out to Rebecca Rothschild, uh, who yes who who uh, does a lot of coordinating behind the scenes does a lot of writing behind the scenes yeah, a, lot of uh, burping,
4: yes. a lot of burping behind and the I scenes and i got to throw in chad yes. nemo too cuz he's the other guy
0: helping us on social media and all all of that stuff so Oh, Cicero, last note, if you guys want to... Any NBA Jam fans, uh, follow me on uh, Golden State Warriors social media. I'm doing highlights for them throughout the playoffs after every round. Oh, yes. nice. I did it last yes. year, and that you can find that on my website, Mr. Boom and Shock Tim's Locker.
4: also got, like, uh, he runs the... Johnny Man Smell.
0: Johnny Man Smell. The the for- <laughs> Oh
2: my god!
0: Yeah, he was uh, He was the, the former overhyped man trophy winner in college, and he's trying to get back into the MFL. So we've got a whole fun thing with Bomb Shady, Oh Hell Reckon, and Johnny Man Smell. Uh, Johnny Foot Fungus Man Smell uh, on Twitter. So it's a fun little dialogue just to have, to get a laugh. You to know, check us out on Twitter.
3: Right. That is fantastic. You, I I can tell you guys are having so much fun with this. This is great. Yeah, yeah. It, it
0: the,
1: the game makes me smile. Uh, before we get out of here, Reef, can you give us our social media business, please?
3: Sure. So, bornon.me is the website uh, that has our whole backlog of all 216 previous shows. If you want to check those out, <laughs> um, it, it'll have all of our bios, photos, photos of our guests and uh, us as well um at spawn on me on twitter spawn on me on facebook if you want to send us a email that's spawn on me podcast at gmail.com um we also have a discord um a little too long to give the link here but uh if you want the link if you message us on twitter we will send you the link to to hop in our discord as well Um, um if you're listening to our audio show which releases on tuesdays Make sure to check our live video recording, um, which is on Thursdays, 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And if you want to go above and beyond with your support of us, um, make sure to go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash spawnonme. Um, if, if, if you donate, then you'll get access to our extra two podcasts, which is Spawn On Me After Dark um, and the Bracago Beltway, which is our political show.
4: Could you repeat uh, that, please? Right. That,
3: was, that was great, man. That was
0: great.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! Right. Um, I, I, mean, I mean, you might have some uh, competition, Tim. I should have added like a boot right. on. Right. Right. Uh, Sharif Jackson, he's on fire. Uh, Sharif Jackson, he's so... on fire. Okay, we, we have got to record that. That's, uh, yes. I mean, we, we... Hey, how so... about this,
0: man? You've been drinking bourbon tonight, right, Cicero? Yes. Yes, All right. yes sir. Cicero's been... Cicero's been taking so many shots tonight. He's so dunk he just blew by Shaquille O'Neal and blew a 2.0 on the dunkalizer. That's twice over the legal limit. Kaboom! That's what happens when you let your friends dunk drive.
1: <laughs> I'm not dunk. <laughs> and and with that, with that guys, uh, for the absent but uh, always in our hearts, Khalif Adams, for Tanya to pass, for Sharif Jackson, for Tim Kitzrow, to for Michael Menheim, I am Cicero Holmes. We are the Spawn On Me podcast, episode two seventeen. Boom Shakalaka! Boom Shakalaka! The nail in the
0: coffin at the buzzer. Get that stuff out of here. You know, going on and on all night, but at the buzzer, we're out of here.
3: <laughs> peace, peace. <laughs>